We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hello there. And this is On the Road with Mickey. This is Season 2, Episode 2 for January 11th, 2021, and our feature topic this week is 21 Things to Experience at Disney in 2021. It's a long list. It's just full of things that we thought up, and there's no rhyme or reason or specific order. It's just as they popped in our heads, we wrote them down. So, um, so we think it's going to be a fun episode, and I hope you enjoy it. And let me know, let us know what things are on the list that you didn't think of and which ones do you have that we didn't think of. Right, Soph? Yeah, because even though we think of a lot of things, there are bound to be some things that we missed. Yeah, so let us know where we went wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay? But... Before all that, of course, we have our cheddar from the big cheese. And I got a good news, bad news kind of thing going on here. I hope it's not bad news, bad news, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> but anyway, the supposed good news is that, in theory, the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover will reopen on January 31st. But now there's some hesitation about whether or not it will actually reopen on January 31st. So I'm changing the will open or set to open to may reopen. So hopefully that good news will be excellent news for anyone that's there at the end of January. Absolutely. Golly, I, that's, that's one thing I just, you know, I missed it. I've well, missed it. To be fair, Daddy, when is the last, did the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover ever have a set date to reopen before? This is like the fourth time they've extended the closure. Oh, well, yeah. here I was trying to make a positive out of it and being like, we had no idea when it was going to reopen before because they never gave us a date. And then yeah. I remembered they have been giving us dates. The before Often this one, every it month. was, yeah, before this one, it was like, like, maybe it would reopen on December 24th or something like that. So hopefully this is the last time, you know, hopefully. but time will tell. And if not, at some, they are working on it. And this is big news because 
they are working on it. They're working on getting things fixed. If you're there, if you go to the parks, you might see people working on the tracks and stuff like that. So, so that's a big deal. So it is definitely signs of, of it coming to the end of its, of its, Mm -hmm. um, whatever was broke with it situation and that it will reopen. So it's not like it's just sitting there gathering dust. Um, but on the flip side of that is some bad news. And I didn't know this. Um, I thought this was not going to happen, but it turns out that the Tron roller coaster that they're building over in Tomorrowland will not be completed in time for the 50th anniversary celebration on October 1, 2021. So everyone thinks that means that it's going to open sometime in 2022. We don't know for certain, but, um, but Disney has announced that it won't be open in time for the celebration. So it is what it is. I don't know what that means with regards to the railroad. Hopefully the, the they'll be able to do what they need to do and reopen the Walt Disney World Railroad at least, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's my good news, bad news. Hopefully, like I said, it's not bad news, bad news. Hopefully, it is still good news, bad news, and eventually it'll be good news, good news, right, Soph? Yep. With Disney, there can never be more bad news than good news. That's right. So what do you got for us, Sophie? Well, I have got some good news, good news. Mm-hmm. And my I want to hear good it. News, I was getting to it, Daddy. Be patient. Okay. And my good news, the first bit of good news, is that over at Disney's California Adventure Park, Disney has confirmed that the Marvel's Avengers Campus will open in 2021. And that means... That Disneyland will open in 2021. Well, yeah. at least that's what it means to me. It that's wasn't it actually said, too. but yeah. it was implied. And right now, implicit things are really what we're all about. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, I don't see how Disneyland couldn't reopen sometime in 2021. But I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Knock on wood. Okay, you're right. Touch something red. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> good <Yeah>. job. <laughs> and of course, my second bit of good news is that park hopping is back. I actually saw this on an Instagram post when I was checking Instagram every once in a blue moon. And the way I found out is that if you wish to park hop, you will have to call 407-560-5000, which is the Disney Parks number, and they will tell you that park hopping is available. Right, and it's um, park hopping is starts at 2 p.m. So for the travel agent and me, let me just go over it a little bit. You still make your park pass reservation for the park you're going to start at. So let's say Magic Kingdom. Okay. So you make your park pass for Magic Kingdom. That's the only one you make. And you have a park hopper ticket. Starting at 2 p.m., you can go to the other three parks. And you can decide which one you want to go to. You can't go to all of them. You can go to one more park right now. 
and um, calling that number is an automated number, and it just plays a recording, and it says park park hopping is available at all parks. So you can pick which one you want to go to, Epcot or whatever. Um, you know, and that's that's how it works. And with you having a park hopper tipic, ticket, you'll be able to get in on the other park. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's the lowdown on it. That's the skinny. Yep. All right. All okay. Right. So that takes us to our feature topic. Just a reminder: our connections, the ways you can connect with us, are always in our show notes. So you can reach out to us through any of those means just go to the show notes on wherever you're listening to us if it's on the website or on apple podcast or whatever you can find the all those information there so so Mm -hmm. um have at it so um but our featured topic this week is 21 things to experience at disney in 2021 and it's a fairly long list and we have you know, like I said, there's no rhyme or reason to how we came up with them. It's just how, however, it popped into the head. So that's how we got our list. So, yep. So, Sophie, well, start us off. Pick one. It doesn't even have to be the one on its first on the list. <laughs> well, okay. I am going to pick the one that I am the most excited for, and that is. The Epcot Food and Wine Festival. I am really excited to go to that again. And there are just so many things that I would like to share with you there. Because a little thing about the Food and Wine Festival. Whenever I was there with my parents, I did not really enjoy the food and especially not the wine. (laughs) Yeah, and we still don't enjoy the wine, do we, Soph? <laughs> no, but I, I did enjoy the food this time around. When I went with Aunt Sheila, Uncle Randy, and Jagan, I was there with them for Thanksgiving. We were there the last day of the Food and Wine Festival, mm-hmm. and we kind of sort of snacked our way around Epcot. We stopped at the pavilions we liked and had the food that they were serving there. And it was really nice. And one thing in particular that I really want to show Daddy, because I know he would love this, and we haven't seen it before. You, you? Yes, I am talking about the donuts. You haven't seen it before. (laughs) But I recently learned that there is this booth in Future World during the Food and Wine Festival, and it's called the Donut Box. And it serves... These apple fritter donut holes with salted maple glaze on them. And when I first tried them, I was mind blown. It was so delicious. And at first, because I had never seen them open before, at first I thought it was just that they were only open on Saturdays for some reason. I don't know why I would have thought that. They would have been a hit all week long. Mm-hmm. But I did some research recently and I learned that they are only open during the Food and Wine Festival. So the only time I can introduce Daddy to this amazing world of apple fritter donut holes is during the Food and Wine Festival. Got it. Okay. Well, I look forward to 
to meeting some good donut holes. Absolutely. You will love them to death. Well, on that end, I'm going to talk about a festival that we were going to do this year. Or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, last year. And we weren't able to because of pandemic enclosures. So we kind of had to do like, you know, the what Disney did, which was the next best thing. And um, for me, that is the Flower and Garden Festival. Currently, we don't have any plans to be at Disney during its operation, which for the record, the Flower and Garden Festival will be running from March 3rd through July 5th. Mm-hmm. So about two months. So it's a good long time. Actually, what is that? That's actually four months, isn't it? Um, so that's a pretty good long time. Um, and maybe we'll be able to, to see it, see it for a day. Because I think, and you know what would be really cool is if we're able to see both the Flower and Garden Festival and the food and wine in the same year. Because we've never done that either, of course. Mm-hmm. So I think the I think the flower arrangements, the topiaries and so forth in the Flower and Garden Festival just really makes Epcot come to life. So I'm looking forward to that. So Yeah, I agree with that. The Flower and Garden Festival. I've only been to it I think once, maybe we, twice. We haven't been to it at all. I could have sworn we went to the Flower and Garden Festival. Wait, we no. were there at We one always point. go right after. Exactly. So we've seen some stuff that was left over from it, but we've never really experienced an actual full day of it. So, mm-hmm. so that would be neat to, ch- to do, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. So what do you got, Sophie? What's next on your list? Well, next on my list, I'm just going to pick a random one. And this is one that I have never experienced before. I really want to go on a Disney cruise. (laughs) Yeah. And mommy is, it will be a miracle if mommy joins me or us, but I'm going to go on a Disney cruise. Yeah, one day perhaps we'll get on a Disney cruise. It's um you know, for me cruising of course has been shut down for quite a while and I want to see a return of cruising. And you know, and Disney Cruise Line being the one that we focus on, but really just about any cruise line. I want to see a return of it because that would be good for what's going on with the world. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that too And if and if I'm not on a cruise this year That's fine But some point down the road Perhaps we will get on a cruise We've never cruised So down the road we'll see if we can do it Yep Well then what's next What about you You know I'm looking at Some of the simpler things some of the things that we took for granted, you know, quite honestly, there are things that we do that we just, you know, we don't really, we don't really take in the full appreciation of them, I don't think. And for me, 
One of those is Tom Sawyer Island and the Liberty Bell. You know, they're simple rides. They're simple experiences. But they have a lot going for them. They're just... It's almost like bringing you back to your childhood. You know, you go over, you take the the raft over to Tom Sawyer Island, you explore it, you see what's up with it, you you mm-hmm. hop along on on barrel bridges, and you and you laugh and you play, and you explore the caves, and and then you know after you're done, you you relax. Um, and then you go over and you decide to take on the Liberty Bell. And right now, both of those are closed because they're working on the railing system for the Liberty Bell. And that um, obviously needs to be done. They need to make sure it's safe and working properly and everything like that. And um, But it'll be finished at some point and they'll be reopening the Tom Sawyer Island and the Liberty Bell. They'll be, they'll be filling back up the rivers of America, so... So yeah. I'm so I look forward to to just relaxing on and taking a ride on on both of those at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. So what do you got, Soph? Well, for me, I guess since we're talking simply now, I have to say riding the monorail to Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of cool because, you know it. Obviously, it's just a transportation. You're just going from one, from you know the TTC over to Epcot, you know, mm-hmm. and and obviously you can get there by bus too, you know. Yeah. So it's not a huge thing, but being able to to just relax on it and kind of look through and see all that that's is just it's kind of neat, you know. So it is riding the monorail to Epcot. And then especially when you get there and you go over and you circle around and then you come into the station um, and you get off. But, but seeing the circling around in Future World, that's kind of cool. So That is amazingly cool. Plus, the monorail is something you really only find at Disneyland and Disney World, mainly at Disney World, though. And so just being able to ride it from the TTC to Epcot again. It's just, it's another thing to tell you, hey, you're at the happiest place on earth. Mm-hmm. Be happy. Exactly. Exactly. So, so good things, good things. But, you know, I don't want to just dwell on the little things like those. Um, Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get into some really beefy stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. I want to experience Rise of the Resistance again. And in fact, yes. I want to experience it so much that last night, Sophie, mm-hmm. Aunt Sheila and I made our Park Pass reservations for the um, for the 50th anniversary trip. And we made two days of Hollywood Studios so that we could perhaps experience it twice. That is something I really like the sound of. (laughs) So I want to experience Rise of the Resistance again. It was so cool. 
it's such a unique thing. It's it's both an attraction and a walkthrough. Almost, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's like you're thrown into the middle of a movie. You know, it's the most immersive experience it's you immersive. can find. There you go, bingo World. word there. That it is. is it is amazing. So, and I say that a lot about a lot of things with Disney, but even though Disney World is in a bubble, you don't get the experience that you get with Rise of the Resistance anywhere else. Yeah. It immerses you so deeply into the experience, not even flight of passage can compare to it. No, it can't. It can't. So, so yeah, let's let's experience it again, shall we? Absolutely. Okay. So give me one on your list. Well, since we talked about Rise of the Resistance, uh-huh. I, I know where you're going. Yes. <laughs> well, actually, since you said that, I'm actually going to go to Flight of Passage since I mentioned that. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> Complete opposite direction. Yeah. So yes, what I want to do again in 2021 is even though Flight of Passage is infinitely inferior to Rise of the Resistance, not really, but it's there. I really want to experience that again because I love the feeling of being airborne and riding on a mythical creature in a world that I could never get to in real life. It is just so wonderful and it fuels the imagination in me and it makes me want to write many, many things, many stories, many books. Many everything. Exactly. (laughs) Many everything. That's going to be what I call it now. There you go. And, you know, along with that, I know it's nowhere near the level of Flight of Passage, but Navi River Journey, mm-hmm. you know, it's so beautiful to to ride on and to experience it, you know. So I'm going to throw that one in there with it, you know. I agree. The Navi River Journey, I don't mean to leave it out. And so I'm going to mention it alongside Flight of Passage. Like Daddy said, it is stunning and beautiful. And this is for all my animatronic nerds. That animatronic in the ride is amazing. It is so lifelike. You almost think that it's a real person. Mm -hmm. Except that it's huge. But wow. Yeah. They did such an amazing job with that animatronic. They sure I wish did. they had more animatronics, but hmm. anyway. So, um, you know, switching gears a little bit. This this is for my friends out in California. I cannot wait for the day. That Disneyland and California Adventure Park are reopened. Cannot wait for when that is able to happen in California. It's it's obviously been way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, 
I'm not going to get into the politics of it. I'm not going to do that at all. I'm just going to say that it has taken a bit of the soul of the people of California and it's kind of made it a little bit harder for them to exist this past year. So, so I will be ecstatic when they are able to reopen. And I saw that picture. Sheila sent a picture. She posted it on her Facebook or something of her and Jagan in front of the gates. You know, the gates are closed obviously, Mm -hmm. but with, but with the, um, with the railroad in the background for Disneyland and it was a great picture and it just struck home how, how close and yet how far away they are from being able to be in that environment again. You know, they've been there, they can go up to it and they can look at it, but it's not the same, even though they can be within feet of it. They're still not able to experience it, and it's just, it's just heartbreaking, you know. Yeah. So, so we are ready to celebrate with them, with that being reopened, you know. That'll have a big time impact on, on a lot of people when that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, speaking of that, this one. I was originally going to leave this bullet for the last one that we talked about, but when Disneyland reopens, I know that Aunt Sheila, Uncle Randy, and Jagan are going to be absolutely thrilled, and I really want to be there with them. I want to celebrate life with them once Disneyland reopens. Because that means that the pandemic is over and that it is safe for us to be together again. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it is so hard to be separated from the people that we love. I was thankful that I could see them for Thanksgiving, but I really do miss being able to hug Jagan, even though... The germaphobe in her hates it when I do that. <laughs> yeah. So celebrating life, that's part of what, you know, this past week was a hard one for our country with what went on in D.C. And and no one is condoning any of that, you know. And, and it just reminds us how precious life is. And so that's why we have celebrating life with our friends and family on the list, because in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of, of, um, you know, what's going on politically and everything like that, it's easy to forget what really matters. And what really matters is your faith and your family. And, and those are the things that you need to focus on in times like this. So I love being able to celebrate life with our friends and family, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's just over a FaceTime, it's still a big time deal. So, yeah. And on, and on that note, you know, coming back just a little bit, um, you know, I, 
we talked about Disneyland and California Adventure Park. And that goes hand in hand with the return of cast members. I want to see the cast members able to be rehired both in California and the ones that were let go in Florida. I want mm-hmm. to see that happen. I want to see their financial futures improve. And yeah. I want to see that happen for them because, mm-hmm. you know, that hurts too, that they're having all these struggles just as much, you know, so, and perhaps more. So having the return of cast members back to Disney, that will be a big time deal because to me, that'll mean things like festival, of the lion King and, and all the other shows. And um, perhaps even, um, you know, Yeehaw Bob over at Riverside and, and, you know, resorts reopening, all those mm-hmm. sorts of things will mean that things are getting back to a normal, a normal existence. And we've talked about that many times over the podcasts, but getting back to where people are able to work and do what they need and do what they love to do and, and all that, that's a big time thing. So I, I'm, I look forward to the cast members returning. So I do too. So that's two, four, six, eight, nine. That is number 10 in our list of 21, Sophie. Mm hmm. So, well, then, give me so another we one. Are, but this one will be halfway done. Park hopping. Park hopping. It is back. It is back. And I am going to do it. Oh, okay. I would like to do it. <laughs> Come on, Daddy. You can't tell me that you don't want to either. Oh, I'm, I do want to. But right now, for our for the trip that we have, it's it's base tickets. So I will have to add the park hopper feature first. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, but Someday I'm glad I'm, go- I'm glad that the possibility is there. Mm-hmm. So. Someday I'm going to be planning my own trip, and yes, you will help, and we will use your travel agent skills, but it's going to be my trip, and I'm going to be paying for it, and I'm taking you with me. Okay. And we like are going to park hop. Okay. I like that idea. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to park hopping also, um, whenever we do it, but I'm glad that it's back. It's just one step, one check off the list of things that... Um, that bring us back to normal Disney. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So, um, you know, some other things that we're looking forward to experiencing. Um, and I, and you know, one of the things that, that we want to experience doesn't necessarily mean that we'll get to experience all of these things, but, um, but this one, I hope we are able to experience because it's something as long as it's been open, we've never done it. And I want to ride Slinky Dog Dash. <laughs> I'm like, it, it only seems like whenever we want to do it, either because there's no fast passes, the line is really long, or something gets in the way, long. or just something happens and we and we prioritize something else over it. Cough, so, cough, smugglers run. Yeah, exactly. But I want to ride Slinky Dog Dash. 
Yes, I would like to write that as well. So it's on the list. 21 mm-hmm. things to experience at Disney in 2021. Well, we have two days. I'm sure we'll fit it in somewhere. Somehow we've got to fit it in. Yes. Yeah. All right, then. Well, speaking of Smuggler's Run, I would like to activate Chewy Mode on Smuggler's Run next oh. time. Yeah. I don't I don't quite remember how to do it, but I'm going to figure it out, and we're going to do it. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, either you've never been to Disney, or you, you just, just don't do a lot of Disney stuff on social media, in Smuggler's Run, it's a lot like Mission Space, for those of you who know what Mission Space yeah. is, where you press the buttons... While you're in the ride, and it's like you're doing stuff in the ride, mm-hmm. and there is someone to instruct you through so you know which buttons to press and when. Mm-hmm. Well, if you press enough buttons in a certain in order, a certain order on Smuggler's Run, that instructor who's handling you will be replaced by the beloved Chewbacca. Yep. And then you have to figure out which buttons to press on your own because he'll be the one directing you. And I don't know if any of us speak Wookiee. I actually do speak Wookiee. You do? Yeah. Uh, there you go. You speak <laughs> Wookiee too. I don't know what you said any more than I, what I said, but. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Okay, we just lost the entire audience. Okay. <laughs> thanks well, we for still... thanks for playing today. <laughs> yeah, let's let's finish this up just in case though. Just in case <laughs> there's still a few people there that there you go. Entirely scared of us yet. There you go. So um is it my turn? Yes, it would be your turn. I just put my cursor there. You don't have to say that one if you don't want to. I'm going to though. Okay. And I am looking forward and hoping for a return of fast passes. I know a lot of people, you know, there's there's so many mixed messages about fast pass. Some people hate them. Some people say that when you do that, it just inflates the lines for everything else and and on and on and on. But me, I like pre-planning them. I like being able to say I've got this and this and this on this day and I like it and I want to do it and I hope that Disney brings it back and it and I think it helps. So come on Disney, let's bring back return of fast passes. Now, yeah. I don't know when that'll be, but I'm hoping for a return of fast passes. Hopefully before we reach maximum capacity at the parks. Yeah. Okay. So that is on my list. All right. So what is on your list, Sophie? On my list next has to be one attraction that has opened and one attraction that hasn't opened yet. I really want to go on Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in the French Pavilion when it opens. Mm -hmm. And I would also love... To ride Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway again. I would too. Uh, yeah. I remember the first time we were 
at the parks after Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway opened, and we did not go on it that time because we were so hot and it was sweltering in July. And I think we all agreed that it wouldn't be worth waiting in that line. And with the heat, it's a 50-50 chance for me. It could have been worth it. It could have not been worth it. I don't know. It was 75 minutes in the heat. I'm still not entirely sure. But waiting in that line when we first rode it, it wasn't nearly as hot. And it was shaded a lot. I think it was entirely worth however long we waited in that line to go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That ride was absolutely fantastic. It was. It was. Um, I had a couple things against it. I thought mm-hmm. it was way too loud. Mm-hmm. And I thought um, if you have a child with sensory issues that you might want to pack your earplugs or your headset, your head, your, 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 your headphones, you know, all that to kind of mute that a little bit. Cause I felt like it was way too loud for me. Mm. So, but I do want to do it again. I want to give it another chance. Cause I did like it. I just, there were just some things that I didn't like about it. And so I would like to do it again. And, um, and I, you know, I grouped, uh, Ratatouille Adventure and Runaway Railway together because of the, the fact that they have a, they both have the similar ride vehicle concept. So, um, with mm-hmm. a trackless ride. So I'm kind of, I want to see what, what Remy's going to be about. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to both of them. Yeah. Coincidentally, both Mickey mm-hmm. and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure also work on the same way that Rise of the Resistance work. They are Omnimovers. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sophie, so much. So you the know lesson. it's going to be good if it's an Omnimover ride. There you and go. And that's actually how a lot of the rides in... Tokyo Disneyland, uh, Disneyland Hong Kong, and Disneyland Shanghai. That's how a majority of those rides work over there. Okay. Just a little bit of did you know. Thank you. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, my next one, going back to old school, because, you know, we talked about it in the cheddar. We talked about Tron not being open, but we don't know about Walt Disney World Railroad. But I hope I'm able to ride the Walt Disney World Railroad around Magic Kingdom because I want to take it in again. It's been far too long. Hmm. So it's just a relaxing ride. It is. It is a very relaxing ride. And it also has a lot of history. So you know that it has a dear spot in my historically based heart. Yep. Yep. And just like the Walt Disney World Railroad, there are all the other original attractions at the Magic Kingdom that were there when the park first opened. And Mm -hmm. we would really love to experience all of those for the 50th anniversary. Exactly. That's on my list is to take in all of those, you know. Mm -hmm. 
So, so now we are down to the final four. Yep. And I want, I have never done this one. I think I know which one we're talking about then. Yeah. I want to see about experiencing Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. I do as well. I do as well. I've been, we've been to the Halloween party. Mm -hmm. We have not been to the Christmas party. But if it's anything like the Halloween party, then it's something I really want to be a part of. Because the Halloween party was awesome. Yeah. Is that on your list? Yes, it is. Is that the next one? That's the one I was going to talk about, yes. Okay, go ahead and talk about it. Well, like I said, the Halloween party is awesome. Then there is so much candy. I would love it. I love it again. Mm-hmm. Just so much candy and the Headless Horseman. I don't know if many of you know this, but I am a huge Legend of Sleepy Hollows fan. So the fact that the Headless Horseman I knew it. makes an appearance in Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party is just off the charts for me. It has me over the moon and... I absolutely love it. And I don't know what more I can say about it. Yeah. Well, you could say that, isn't there some sort of costume thing going around? There is. You can dress up in your Halloween costumes for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And And don't you and Jagan have plans for us? Yes, I think we do, but at the same time... You're not fessing up? I'm not fessing up. Okay. Okay, so I'll let it go then. Yeah. When will you let us know? I guess as soon as we find out whether or not we can go. Yes. And maybe once I completely figure out exactly what we're doing. Okay. Okay, I have a confession to make. I still, I'm still not entirely 100% percent sure what we're going as we're still figuring that out and that's why i have it fessed up okay well i'm gonna take we have two left i'm gonna take this one and then you take the last one because i think the last one is more appropriate for you and i am whoops let me undo that there wait a minute it's because it goes on to the next page, Daddy. There's not enough space for it to stay on the page. Oh. <laughs> for those of you who are unaware... I was unaw- all confusing myself, and I'm an but, IT guy. Yeah, for those of you who are unaware, we are going through a list that we have in a Google Docs, and that list extends over <laughs> multiple pages. <laughs> so... Oh, when it yeah. The beauty of live TV, so to speak. Yep. <laughs> now you know our secret. Now you know how we do all of this. We and we're holding so. them out as we go because this is the first time that we are not going down the list and just being like, okay, this is how we do stuff. We're going in a completely random order. Yeah. So let me get to my top, my, my choice. 
And my choice is riding my favorite roller coasters, and I'm including Expedition Everest, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and Rock and Roller Coaster. I want to ride them all. I want to ride them during our trip, and I'll even ride Space Mountain, and hopefully I, I'll ride it with Mommy, and hopefully it'll be when we're doing the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, because then it's really, really cool. Ooh, I you actually didn't do have... that. No, I did not go on Space Mountain for the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Go next time. Yes. You may remember that it's darker, and it seems like it's really, really fast. Much faster. From what I understood, Jagan told me that the Disneyland version of it had, like, this ghost chasing after you or oh, something. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think they do that one at Disney World, but no. but anyway, it's still really cool. Yeah. Well, so, then, that leaves one last one. Mm-hmm. And that is one that I have actually never gotten the chance to do. We've been to this pavilion. If that, yeah, that's what it is. It's a pavilion. Mm-hmm. But I never got the chance to do this specific thing. And that is to draw characters at the animation experience at the conservation station, which is part of Rafiki's Planet Watch. It was originally known as the Animation Academy, and it was in Hollywood Studios. But they moved it. They removed it, and I was so sad to see it go. And then I was slightly happier when I found out that they were just relocating it in a way over to Rafiki's Planet Watch and I did not get to go to Rafiki's Planet Watch when I was last at the at the parks and I really really want to go there this time around yeah I do too and yeah you know we we should have made time for it either in July or in November especially in July because we had the opportunity but I think we were just worn out because of the heat. Absolutely. The heat did impact that trip, even though that was one of the best trips because of the crowd levels. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway. anyway. Speaking of so. Animal Kingdom, I just realized I forgot one last thing, and I'm going to tack it on with Rafiki's Planet Watch. Festival of the Lion King. Festival of the Lion King. Needs to come back. Yes, I love that attraction. I have, dare I say... That is my favorite attraction at Animal Kingdom, closely followed by Flight of Passage and Expedition Everest. I love the Festival of the Lion King, and when I found out it was closed, I was heartbroken. Daddy knows he saw my face. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to experience that again as well in 2021. But that is... About 21 things. <laughs> More than that, perhaps. 21 but, and a half. Or 22, 23, 24, something like that. Um, you know, and that concludes our feature topic for this year. and Or for, for this, this week. week. Not yeah, this year. It's, it's the new year. I don't think we're restarting 2021 yet. No. And, um, but that concludes our feature topic for this week. And that takes us to this day in Disney history.
So and Sophie, I have, what do you got? I have three things. I was originally going to go with four things, but then I decided that was too much. Okay. Well, let me have them. First thing. First event happened in 1954, and the Hollywood Reporter ran the front page headline, Walt Disney Plans TV Show. Roy O. Disney had announced to stockholders in a controversial move that a Disney television show would be designed not only to produce revenue, but also to publicize all of the company's product. Whoa. Yeah. I don't and know I why that's controversial, though. I'm not sure why it is either. But it's just what it said on the thing. Because I'm reading all of this off of an archive that I have called This Day in Disney History. Mm -hmm. And this is what popped up for January 11th. So I'm not quite sure how it's controversial. But it was for the time period. Yeah. Okay. So what else do you have? You said and there's three. There are three. And two of them happened on the exact same date. 1990. Skipping forward a few decades. Yep. Disneyland kicks off its 35th anniversary celebration. On hand mm. for the first time since 1955 are all three of the original hosts of the park's grand opening live broadcaster. Nice. Broadcast. Art Linkletter, Bob Cummings, and Ronald Reagan reunite yes. in front of Main Street Station before taking part in the Party Gras Parade, featuring New Orleans style floats and 40 foot tall balloons. Now, yeah. that sounds like an anniversary celebration that I would love to see. Little known fact, I don't know if you knew this or not. You probably did, Sophie. Mm -hmm. But before Ronald Reagan became a politician, he was an actor. I did know that. Okay. And so for anyone that didn't know that, that is um, part of the, the charm of President mm -hmm. Reagan. And so he knew this how would to have been... publicity. Yeah, and this would have been after he had been president. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool that he came back to do that after being president. Yes. Okay, and, and what else in 1990? 1990, January 11th, 35th anniversary celebration. Meanwhile, down in Florida, the Walt Disney World Swan Resort holds its grand opening. For those of you who aren't sure what I'm talking about, it is the Swan and Dolphin. Mm -hmm. And the Deluxe Hotel, designed by award-winning architect Michael Graves, is a 12-story building with an arched rooftop featuring a pair of graceful 47-foot swan statues. Located between Epcot and Disney MGM Studios, later renamed Disney's Hollywood Studios, it is owned by Tishman Hotel Corporation and operated by Starwood Hotels and Resorts worldwide under the Weston brand. Its sister hotel, the Walt Disney World Dolphin, will open in June of 1990. Yep. Okay. So I didn't realize. So that is the 30th anniversary of the Swan. Yes, it is. 
right? 1990, well, 31 now. Yeah, 31. I keep thinking 2020. <laughs> I don't blame you. 2020 was a ride. Yeah. Okay. So is that all you've got for us for the history? That is all I have. Okay. Though I will cool. say that the fourth thing I was going to talk about uh-huh. actually happened in 1998, and it was the fifth Walt Disney World Marathon taking oh. place. Yeah, okay. I think we I think we were going to run in that marathon one year. No, we were going to run in a 5K. We oh. were never going to run in a marathon. Yeah, the marathon, be... Sophie, is 26.2 miles. Eh, I don't know. I think I could do it in a few days. Yeah, and a, and a 5K is 3.1 miles. Yeah. So we were going to do a 5K. We were never going to do a marathon or even a half marathon or even a 10K. <laughs> but anyway. I did a 10K once, I thought. We did a 5K at school. We walked a 10K. Yeah. We didn't we did run walk one. a 10K. We didn't run it. We walked it. But um, but we did walk a 10K. Mm-hmm. So, But not at Disney. Anyway, you want to know my who's who character? Yes, please. Okay. Give well, me a hint. I'll try. Let's see here. She... She She is out of this world. Hmm. <laughs> that probably gave it away. Actually, no, I'm still thinking. Um Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. Well, my Disney Who's Who character is Eve. Oh my gosh She is out of this world (laughs) Breaking news Sophie finally doesn't guess A who's who character And it's one of her favorites Yep Eve Which is short Sophie For extraterrestrial vegetation evaluator Is a sleek state of the art probe bot she is fast, she can fly, and she is equipped with a laser gun. Eve has a classified directive to seek out vegetation on Earth, and she is determined to complete her mission successfully. She hardly even notices her new admirer, Wally. One day, frustrated with not finding what she is looking for, she takes a break and forms an unexpected bond with the quirky robot. Eve learns to value Wally's friendship, even going so far as to defy her programming to keep him safe. Together, they go on an amazing journey through space, creating pandemonium on the axiom and igniting a forgotten spark of life in its human passengers. And I have one piece of did you know. Sophie, did you know that Eve was created with the help of Apple designer Jonathan Ive, who designed the iPod. I did not, but that does not surprise me at all. And it really, it really does 
blend in and and make a lot of sense when you look at how Eve looks and you look at the original iPods. It's almost like you're looking at a sleeker. She's a sleeker iPod. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I remember the original iPods are at least. Well, yeah, I do remember the original iPods and that just shows you how old we are. (laughs) But the iPods were absolutely reflective. Like you could almost see yourself in the reflection of them. They Mm -hmm. were extremely sleek and they were always a sterile white color. Mm -hmm. Although I did have one that was purple, but that was a newer make and that one looked more metallic. But yeah, if you know anything about Macintosh computers and Apple devices, they are... They were very sleek and very reflective and very glassy back in the day. And you can see that in Eve. She looks, she does look a lot like an Apple product. Yeah. Okay. And so let me conclude our look at this week's episode by giving our Walt Disney quote. I think it's really relevant based on what we experienced last week. Mm-hmm. And the quote from Walt Disney is this. Once a man has tasted freedom, he will never be content to be a slave. That is why I believe that this frightfulness we see everywhere today is only temporary. Tomorrow will be better for as long as America keeps alive the ideals of freedom and a better life. All men will want to be free and share our way of life. There must be so much that I should have said, but haven't. What I will say now is just what most of us are probably thinking every day. I thank God and America for the right to live and raise my family under the flag of tolerance, democracy, and freedom. You know, even though Walt Disney has been gone for how long now, Sophie? 54 years? 55 years this year? I think His so. words still speak true to this very day. Yeah. And that, I think, is as much a tribute to his legacy as the parks and the movies and everything else that he created. So thank you, Walt Disney. So anyway, that is our show for this week. Do you have anything else we want to talk about right now? I do not. When are we going to get into a charity spotlight again? I don't know. We got to think about that. So you do Mm -hmm. some research. If you find one that you want to hit up and talk about, then let me know. Okay. Okay. All right. But in the meantime, um, We are done for today. So thank you everybody for joining us. And I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that you'll listen in next week. And I've got a hint of an idea. I want to run it by Sophie offline. And see what she thinks of it. But it came to me when I was talking about Eve. Hmm. 
So I thought it might be a fun show, if not for next week, but maybe if not next week, then maybe a few weeks down the road. But anyway, I will. We will talk to you later. And Sophie, we will. We will see you, see on, you the on the road. road. Bye. Bye.